if I just started out with the goal of buying a certain amount of real estate, I might buy all that real estate in a way where I'm just chained to the business and I can't step away because I've made myself such an integral part of everything because I didn't want to delegate and thought that only I could do it the best. And by doing that, I've tied myself into everything. Now I'm probably working extra hours late in the day, early in the morning. And now I've built myself a job, which is exactly what I was trying to get away from. Welcome to School of Success, the podcast that will help you reach your goals and become the success story you've always dreamed of. Join us on our journey as we explore the strategies, tools, and tactics needed to build health, wealth, and personal development. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to living life to its fullest with host Brandon Hicks. So let's get started and make your dreams come true. Welcome back to another episode of School of Success. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of starting with your emotions when you're setting goals rather than just starting with your goals. So typically, what most of us do is we will think about the things we want in life. We'll think about the cars or the house or the travel or the experiences that we want. So after listening to a lot of people share how they get to the goal that they've reached, they've built that $10 million house, they've built the business, they've been able to exit their job and travel around the world they end up getting depressed or realizing that they're actually are climbing the wrong mountain. They get to the mountaintop, they think that they're gonna feel happy, fulfilled, and then they get there and realize that they're actually not. And that's because they were actually climbing the wrong mountain. They were building the wrong business or they were building the business in the way that was actually not going to deliver them the life that they truly actually wanted. And that's why it's really important to start with what emotions you want to feel and experience in the process and at whatever that destination for you is. Start with those, get clear on those. And then once you're clear, figure out how you're going to get there. There's a million different ways to get to an end goal. If you want to have a house on a lake or a house on the beach, I mean, there's hundreds of ways for you to be able to build up enough money and enough income to pay for that. But not all of those are going to suit or deliver the life for you that you might actually want. So that's why we really got to start with the emotions. So I first heard this concept on the Action Academy podcast with Brian Lubin and Chad Corbett. And Brian had shared about how he had created his vision, but he had started with what he wanted, not necessarily the feelings that he wanted. And that's when they had this conversation about really, you should think about it with starting with the emotions that you want to experience. And that really resonated with me because for me, after getting burnt out at work, working so many hours and feeling like I didn't have control, I knew I wanted to do something different, but I never actually took a step back and said, well, what does different actually mean? What do I want my life to look like? And once I did that, I started saying, well, the biggest issue that I had was that I didn't have the freedom to control my time. When I was working in my W-2, if a project got busy, if a team member wanted to meet late tonight because we needed to be on the same hours as our partners overseas, I had to do that. I didn't really have control over that. And that was something that I really didn't like. And so that was one of the first emotions or feelings that I wrote down is that I wanted to make sure my business delivered for me was that I wanted that feeling of freedom of my time. I also wrote down that I want to be excited and energized when I am on the journey and when I get to the destination. I don't want to feel day in and day out that I don't actually want to do the work that I'm doing, that I'm forcing myself every single day to do something that I don't actually want to do. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people do that. And that's something that I realized that I was on that path as well. And I really want to protect against that. So I want to make sure that whatever business I build, whatever work that I decide to do, I want to make sure that I'm waking up feeling excited and energized 
energized and ready to take the day on and to do the work that I've decided for myself that I want to do. So between being energized or energetic, being excited and that feeling of freedom, those were my three feelings or emotions that I started with and then decided, okay, now that I've got these, I can start figuring out what business or what investment vehicle is going to deliver me those emotions on the journey and at that destination. So let's talk about how to use this practically. So I've got my emotions, the emotions that I want to experience. What does that actually mean for the work that I'm doing and the decisions that I'm making on the business that I'm going to build? So I've talked a lot about how I've hired virtual assistants. We're cold calling and building a list of self-storage facilities with the goal being to acquire a number of facilities over the next three years. So one thing that having hired virtual assistants and having trained them does, it helps me get closer and closer to that emotion of freedom because I want the freedom to be able to go on a vacation next week if I want or in three weeks if my wife and I decide tomorrow that we want to go on a road trip or we want to go to Europe or take a day off. I want to be able to just make that decision relatively spontaneously and not have the business skip a beat, not have my virtual assistants or my team not sure what to do. So that emotion now is almost like my guiding principle for the way that I need to set up my business. So now I need to have the documentation in place. I need to have the training in place. I need to have set boundaries on what decisions you should make on your own versus when you need to come to me so that they can start to become self-sufficient and not so reliant on me. So an example of this would be my team is helping me find deals and underwrite deals so that we can make offers. Well, if I go away for two weeks and my team finds one or two deals to make an offer on, but I've said, I really want to relax for the next two weeks. Please don't reach out to me. They're going to say, well, I don't know what to do now. I've spent all this time analyzing a deal. I have something that we should make an offer on, but you haven't empowered me to make an offer or you haven't told me what to do or how to make that offer. So now it's just going to sit. And now I'm going to come back two weeks later and maybe that deal has already gotten an accepted offer, or maybe it's been taken off the market. Maybe we've missed that opportunity on that deal. And in doing so, now my team feels not so supported. They feel discouraged because they've done all this work and it was for nothing. I have to try to put myself in my underwriter's shoes. If she spends three hours a day underwriting a deal and then she finally finds one and it's relatively rare to find one where the numbers work out really well for us. So she might go two to three weeks before she finds a deal that is worth making an offer on. And so now she's excited that we found one. And if I have not empowered her or enabled her to be able to make an offer on her own without me being here, now that was all for nothing. And she's going to feel like, why am I even doing this? I don't want to just analyze deals for the sake of analyzing deals. I want to contribute to the team finding and closing deals. So because of all of this, starting with the emotion or the feeling that I want to feel, which is I want to have the freedom to step away when I want. That means that I need to empower my team and put everything in place that they can run self-sufficient on their own without me. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to step away every single day and be completely hands off. It just means that I want the ability to do that from time to time as I feel like it, which will really probably only be five to 10% out of the year, but I want the freedom to be able to do that. So now because I've started with that emotion and that feeling, and I've made that my guiding principle, now I'm aware of that. I'm making decisions each and every 
day throughout the day that support me feeling that emotion or being able to achieve that emotion on the journey. This really became obvious and important to me when I hired my analyst and then I was going on vacation for the first two weeks. So I wanted to make sure that I had put in place the systems and the processes for her to be successful while I was gone. And I learned how to do that and we went through that experience and it worked really well. But then I got my process, I would say about 95% complete where my team could do just about everything in the process except make offers. And again, so I intend to be reviewing all offers. I intend to be available to check the analysis and to review the offer before it goes out. That is my full intention. But I know that I also at the same time, a couple weeks out of the year, I want to leave and go on a vacation and really not be bothered. And if I don't train my VA to be able to make an offer when I'm not here, then I know that when I go on vacation, a lot of work's going to be done for nothing. And so I was starting to feel like, okay, I've got a process that's 95% complete, but if I don't finish that last 5%, which I thought that I had to be the one to make the offers, which again, I primarily want to be that person. And I was sharing this with my coach and I said, I really don't know that I can delegate writing offers. And he said, I'm going to push back on that. Why not? Can't you set boundaries that say, okay, within this price range, we make an offer and you can provide a checklist that says, have you checked this, 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 and this, and you have guidelines, minimums, and maximums for everything. And if it hits all of those things, why can't she make the offer? And I paused for a second and said, you know, I guess she really could. And for the amount of times that this is actually going to happen, it's very unlikely that anything bad or wrong could come from an offer or two a year going out that I'm not involved in. So that helped me get over this hurdle because again, I was feeling like my process wasn't fully robust or wasn't totally complete because it was this last little piece where I didn't enable my VA to make that offer. And so by having the feeling as a guiding principle as top of mind, something wasn't clicking for me, which was that my process wasn't quite complete. And by it not being complete, it meant that I couldn't step away and achieve that full freedom that I was looking for, that I was really driven to achieve. And so because of that, it sparked this conversation with my coach and we had that discussion and I was able to realize that, yes, in fact, I can outsource this or delegate this and at least put the systems, the process, the guidelines, checklists, everything in place so that my assistance can be successful successful when I'm not here. So by starting with the emotion, I also now have more confidence that the work that I'm doing today, this week, next week, and for the rest of this year and longer is all contributing to and building up to a business that is going to support the lifestyle that I actually want to live. Like we talked about early in the episode, if I just started out with the goal of buying a certain amount of real estate, I might buy all that real estate in a way where I'm just chained to the business and I can't step away because I've made myself such an integral part of everything because I didn't want to delegate and thought that only I could do it the best. And by doing that, I've tied myself into everything. Now I'm probably working extra hours late in the day, early in the morning, and now I've built myself a job, which is exactly what I was trying to get away from. And so that's why it's extremely important to start with the emotions that you want to feel on the journey and when you get to that ultimate goal so that you build your business accordingly to support those those emotions and those feelings become your guiding principles for your business and the work that you're doing. Hey, I appreciate you listening to another episode of School of Success. I'm committed to helping others reach their full potential. So if you found value, please leave a five-star rating and review. With that, we can reach more people and help make their dreams come true.